0: You're listening to the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast, a podcast designed to help female entrepreneurs like you stand out authentically and genuinely on social media. I want to get you creating the social media content that may be imperfect for others, but it's right for you and your business. I'm your host, Kirsten Jordan. I'm a social media content strategist, and I'm excited you are here today. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast, the summer edition. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and choosing to listen to my podcast over the thousands, millions that are out there. uh, It really does mean the world to me. As I mentioned in my last episode, we are shifting gears a little bit for the summer month into kind of a more summery feel for the podcast. I've shifted to a bi-weekly release frequency and the episodes that you're going to hear over the summer months are a little bit shorter and sweeter, or as I like to call it, snackable content. And really the idea behind this is to give you some practical tips and insights around your social media presence. And help you take action in building the presence that works for you and your business. So I hope you enjoy these episodes as much as I enjoy actually doing them. So you're gonna hear a lot of more, I'll hear a lot more of my own voice this summer um, instead of interviews with guests, and I and I hope that is okay. So enough of my rambling, let's get into today's topic. And what we're gonna talk about today is the results of my own Instagram reel challenge. Dun, dun, dun. So if you've been following me on Instagram over at Kirsten Jordan Digital, and I hope you are, I would love to be friends there as well. You know that for the month of June, I decided to do my own Instagram reels challenge with a small asterisk because I admit I didn't actually do the last week. We moved, life got in the way, But I figure 20 plus reels in a month (laughs) is enough to get some good conclusions from and some insights to share with you. So I hope you forgive me for not doing the last week of the challenge. So one of the reasons why I wanted to do this reels challenge is that, you know, when I've been exploring and scrolling through Instagram myself, I've been seeing a lot of other social media strategists actually doing these challenges and really talking about, oh, do you 30 days reels challenge, and you are going to see some amazing and crazy growth results. And I thought to myself, hmm, I would like to actually test that theory and do it myself because I'm a big believer in and doing it yourself, and actually coming up with your own findings and insights, and then that way I can actually share the results with you from my own perspective, and really make sure with any of the clients that I'm working with that I have a strong understanding of the advice that that I'm giving. So that was one of the reasons why I decided to do the Reels challenge. The second reason being is that if you've been on Instagram for a while, or if you've done any sort of investigating around the Instagram algorithm you probably know that Instagram does like when you use their new features and functionality and whether it's a myth or not um, people say that you know, you do get rewarded. And reels is kind of where it's at at the moment where, you know, you do reels, you have more likelihood of it being that content being shown more frequently and people actually seeing it. So, as I said, I, I was curious. I wanted to see actually what it was all about and actually sort of see what my fellow peers were saying in terms of, is this really going to help you drive meaningful engagement and growth? So off I set on my challenge. So I gave myself a couple of boundaries or parameters, um, the main one being that I wanted to do... The reel um, of the day in under 10 minutes or less so one of the things that has driven me a little bit crazy about reels and i know i'm not alone is that they can be a bit cumbersome to do or you feel like it's gonna take a lot of time to actually create and produce them in <laughs> they're kind of like mini commercials. Um, a lot of frustration around text and text placement and how it appears on feed versus in the Reels view. So when I thought about doing this challenge, I was like, I don't have hours in my day to actually do this content. I'm just gonna do it in under 10 minutes or less. And I am happy to say that I actually did remain true to that rule. So any other reels that you did see me create that was done 10 minutes or less. So they definitely were not the most fanciest of reels. I didn't have any of the crazy transitions, but that was a rule that I set for myself that I was comfortable with. And you know, If you've been listening for a while, or as I said, if you've been following me on social or if you've worked with me, you know that I'm a big believer in not overthinking things. Social media content is not the end of the world. (laughs) We should not be spending hours of our days thinking about every single word put into a caption or really thinking through, oh my God, did I make a spelling mistake in this reel? That means I can't post it. You know, we, we need to be kinder to ourselves and not overthink things. So that was a big rule that I gave myself. And the other rule was I was not going to post a reel on the weekend because I want to take, and I'm encouraging all of you listening to this as well, is let's take the weekends off a little bit more. One of the things that, you know, when I started to dabble into the entrepreneurial world and, you know, I was working with my first coach that, you know, I was like, this is why I want to do it. I want to spend more time with my my family and my friends and, you know, give myself some space in my life. And, you know, I think anyone who works in the social media or digital marketing world is going to understand where I'm coming from. There is the tendency that your work can spill over onto the weekends. And so I didn't want the reels to kind of occupy any part of my weekends. Um, so I chose not to post on weekends, just on week- weekdays. So it wasn't a full, it was a full 30 days with during the week, not on the weekends. So that was the other rule that I gave. So let's get into what I found out. So the big thing that I found out was that, you know, absolutely, from an insights perspective, and and I looked at my insights at the end of every week, it wasn't something that I checked every day. And this is a side note for anyone of you that's kind of insights crazy is that you shouldn't probably look at your insights every day. There's always a natural ebbs and flows. Looking at it on a weekly basis is kind of going to give you a bigger picture. You could even stretch that to monthly, to be honest. It's not something that we should be looking at daily because sometimes when there's dips, you kind of like, oh, what happened there? Try to look at it a little less frequently. So back to the reels challenge. What the insights were telling me is that You know, after every week of doing these reels, absolutely the accounts reached, you know, I was seeing growth, um, impressions for sure, you know, the views, the views were there and I'll come back to the views in a second. So that was a good thing. You know, I definitely was able to reach, um, more accounts than I would have done by posting in feed or, or in my stories. Right. So that, that was good. The second thing I learned, though, is that even though the reach and the growth was there, I, I didn't really think the growth was really there. <laughs> and what I mean by this is that it definitely helped me get more eyeballs on the content that I was putting out, but it it wasn't actually really meaningful growth. I wasn't really reaching the people necessarily that I wanted to reach or creating the connections that I wanted to create. So the content that I put in feed is is typically quite thoughtful. I don't overthink my captions, but I really do think about the audience that is is in my community and, and trying to put out useful and practical content for them. And the reels, I think, you know, definitely attracted that community but the community that sort of came from more eyeballs seeing the reels wasn't necessarily the community that I was trying to reach if that makes sense so definitely good thing I did see the growth not so positive was I don't think I actually saw the the connections being made that I would have seen if I maybe focused a little bit more on other types of content. So that led me to sort of the third thing that I want to talk about is that even though reels, you know, it's amazing, it's fun. In my last episode, I talked about, you know, you could definitely in the summer months have some fun with your reels. It's not the be-all and end-all of content formats. So really the content that you're producing, we should be thinking about the best format that it should be put in. So in some cases, it makes sense to put it in Instagram stories. In some cases, it would make sense to put it into a Reels format. In other cases, an IGTV might be better suited or even, you know, something in feed. I know that sounds kind of pretty boring at the moment, but I do think that feed content or like traditional posts still still have a place in your social media content strategy. So really think about, you know, what content that you're putting out is best suited to reels. So that's the next thing. The, the next learning that I really had, and this is something that I did kind of sneakily, and it, it relates to the second point that I, I shared with you, is that while I was doing the Reels challenge, I was doing another secret challenge that I didn't promote. And the secret challenge that I was doing, and I spoke a little bit about this in my last episode, was that I decided every day to spend a few minutes reaching out to someone that follows me via DM. Or actually sending a voice memo to someone that I admire or would like to be better connected with. So an example of that is throughout the month of June, I did attend the Atelier Collective's um, virtual conference, which is amazing. Anyone who's listening to this should go check them out. They do produce virtual events that I would say are top caliber and probably the best that I've seen over the course of the pandemic. But, you know, there were some amazing speakers in that. And so I actually took the time to send them a voice memo after listening to their talk. And one of the things that I noticed is that those types of messages or taking the time to actually do that yielded better results for me than actually the reels. So I'm just going to leave it at that of, would you be better suited to actually spending five to ten minutes per day reaching out to your existing community? Or, to, or trying to develop relationships with new followers um, that kind of are in your, your audience that you're trying to reach versus, you know, going down the Reels path. So maybe that's something that people should be thinking about. And it does relate a bit to the content format insight that I just shared is that, you know, Reels might not be everything. The last learning that I had, and this probably is a bit of an unpopular opinion, is that i don't actually believe a lot of what my other social media strategy peers are saying Yep, i said it <laughs> so the the social media strategists that i have seen doing instagram reels you know they've talked about how they've seen you know crazy growth thousands of followers all of a sudden following them i did not see that Maybe the reels I produced weren't great. Maybe they were a little bit boring. I don't know. I, I did see some good views. They weren't um, crazy views. And so maybe I do need to up my own reels game. But I don't think the reels that I was producing was were that different from them. And so I would really challenge anyone who is listening to this to think about how to put this. Really thinking about not always taking the advice of people who kind of are promoting the shiny object. And, you know, some of them may be telling the truth. Maybe they did see thousands of followers. But I have a sneaky feeling that maybe the thousands of followers didn't necessarily always come from reels and maybe came from other tactics, which I'm not a super fan of. I could be completely wrong. This is just my belief. This is my opinion. People listening to this might think, oh, you know, Kirsten, maybe she's jealous that she didn't get the real success that, you know, so and so did. That is completely not the case. It's just I have a sneaky spidey feeling that what they're saying is not necessarily the whole truth. And they're trying to bring people into their world. And actually, you know, I mean, they're selling themselves just like, you know, I'm selling my services as well online. Um, We just have a different approach. So don't believe everything that you read that you do 30 days of reels, you're going to get the, the amazing gross so that can go and go viral. And just on that note, one of the pieces of content that I've seen recently that has kind of stayed with me and, you know, kind of resonated, I would say is that what does it mean to go viral these days? And in the caption, they actually talked about if you go viral, you know, you're bringing a lot of bots, you're bringing a lot of spam. You might not necessarily be bringing the right followers, So this is me saying to you, really just kind of ignore all of that noise, all that chatter, all of that advice, and sometimes just stay true to what you believe in from a content format. And that's what I'm going to say about my Reels Challenge. I'd love to know if you've done your own Reels Challenge or even if you've done Reels, what some of the insights and findings that that you've done um, or what you found out have been. So that is it for today. Maybe a little bit of a ranty podcast and a few unpopular opinions, but I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast. If you like what you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review or to subscribe so you can make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes. And I'd love to continue the conversation over on Instagram At Kirsten Jordan Digital. Until next time, keep being perfectly imperfect.